Hello, my beautiful listeners. This is Cicely Majid with step number six from my New Beginnings campaign entitled Planning and Goals. It's Tuesday, November 26th, 2019, and I hope you are ready to get things rolling so you will be seriously prepared for whatever comes your way as you walk through the door of your new beginning. It takes steps to walk to any place, and that means you have to plan out your steps when you walk to the kitchen, the bedroom, the bathroom, the closet, the laundry room, the mailbox, to your car, to your office, to your desk, to the grocery store in each aisle, which most of us have either done or will be doing to make sure we get the necessary items for our Thanksgiving dinners. Yum! It takes careful planning to go to all of those normal places that we go to every day, but that planning is done automatically. We are on autopilot most of the time when we repeat our steps to get to the places we automatically go. It's subconscious. That means we know how to get there and it doesn't take much thought, but we still need to make sure we know the pathway. Otherwise, we will end up somewhere else that we don't want to be, right? And so it goes, if we do not plan our steps and our pathway to get to the new beginning we really want, then we will end up somewhere else, like a deserted island with a book, a compass, and no boat to get to our destination. You probably don't know how to use the compass, and you don't even know where your destination is, if you don't know where you are. Our brains are in control of our mobility, but that means our brains are always working to make sure when the thought reaches our minds to go somewhere, our brain starts going to work to make sure we get there. So if that happens, and we usually have success in all of that planning with our steps, then that means we need to make sure we do the same thing consciously while planning our steps to our new beginning. That begins with goals. And if you don't have any goals, or you haven't visualized where you want to be tomorrow or next month, or when the new year rings in, then you have some work to do. You will not be ready for your new beginning until you have set some goals and made some plans or written down the steps to meet those goals. I know why people say their New Year's resolutions don't work. It's because of laziness and lack of planning. People give up and they don't keep moving in the direction they really want to go. So they fall back into their old ways and the gym membership they paid for goes by the wayside. You have to be disciplined. You have to have discipline. Otherwise, your resolutions won't work. Verbalizing them is just not enough. I have a program for youth ex-offenders that is a part of my Heart Song Youth Voices program for the Cages to Wings Club that is a part of my orphanage I'm about to launch called Sand Dolphins Heart and Home. I have to use my knowledge and experience as a career coach to help these youth get back on their feet to rebuild their lives. I have a strategy where they have to create goals, and with those goals, they have to create steps to reach those goals, whether they are short-term or long-term. If they don't do this, then they are flying by the seat of their pants, moving around mindlessly without a plan for their life, and that could land them back in the dungeon under the rule of the government, which we inadvertently call the justice system. That means we are not really attentive to the word justice. There is not a whole lot of justice going on if any judge locks up a 15-year-old. It's ludicrous. And I will be doing everything in my power to make sure this gets changed with the help of so many youth advocates out there that believe what I believe. Anyway, you know the drill. If you fail to plan, then you plan to fail. People spend tons of money and time planning their weddings and planning their vacations, planning their college education, planning their work week planning their kids' sports practices and games, and other things that are very important in life. 
but sometimes we neglect to plan our next move to make sure we are emotionally sound if we should face an emotionally charged situation. Or we neglect to plan how we will respond if something bad happens in our lives, like a death in the family. Or we neglect to plan how we will proceed if we happen to get laid off from our jobs. And if we want a new beginning, then we need to plan accordingly as well. It's not cool if you see an open door and you kind of know what is behind that open door and what you want to be behind that open door and you're not dressed for the occasion. Just like if you went to a job interview and you had on jeans and a t-shirt, your interviewer will probably give you a funny look and the interview may be cut short even though you could be the best candidate for the job. Employers, recruiters, human resource directors expect you to be dressed for that interview looking your best. Even if you are going to be a mechanic, look your best. If you go dressed like that, you seem like you don't care and you're not ready for that interview or that job. So you have to plan out your outfit and make sure you are ready for that interview. That takes planning. What if you went to Barnes and Nobles and while you were browsing the science section, you ran into an attractive person of the opposite sex who then asked you a question about a book you had in your hand and you had a feeling that this was a person that you really needed to get to know. It was like the universe was screaming at you to move closer. What do you do? If you have some confidence and a decent level of self-esteem, you might chat it up with them and ask for their number or email later so you can see them again. Then if you happen to get the number, you might go home happy and think about calling them and maybe planning a date to meet at Starbucks for coffee or tea and see what happens. What if that person was your soulmate and you're not quite ready to be with them? That means you have some planning to do to get ready. That means they are actually behind the door of your new beginning and you still might have some baggage that could delay the phone call or cause you to lose the number by mistake or hide it away wishing you had the guts to send just a simple text message. You are not ready, are you? But if you know that you really want to get to know this person and you would like that person to be in your future, the smart ones among us will make some plans in their present lives to make sure that person is also behind the door of your new beginning and they stay there. But you have to have the courage to make the phone call first. And that means you have to be ready for the conversation after they answer the phone and be ready if they say they can't make the date and be ready if they say they can't. That means your goal is to prepare your heart for rejection. Prepare your schedule for a night out with your possible soulmate. That also means not being attached to them being your soulmate, but instead making sure you are emotionally intelligent and mature enough to be casual and cautious and just let things ebb and flow and happen as they should or as they are meant to happen. Are you ready for that? Will you get pissed off if you get a no? Will you whine to your mom or best friend that you hate your life and you will never find your true love? Will you cuss yourself out and say you're ugly and not good enough anyway to go out with someone like that? If you respond that way, then you have some planning to do. If you go purchase a planner and start writing things you need to do for the week ahead and you disregard your heart or your mind or your body, then you plan to fail in those areas. You have to be ready for everything and anything. And that is why I took you through the pain of forgiving yourself and others, and then the frustration of letting go of things you don't need to hold on to that no longer serve you, and then the stress of cleaning your life up from the dirt you have been sitting and walking in, and then the shock of detoxing and then rejuvenating yourself, and then the fear of telling someone about what you're doing and making time to have some fun. 
You had to get through all of those things to make it to this point, to be ready to start setting some goals and making some plans to make sure those goals come to fruition. If you did what I encouraged you to do, then you're ready for this step. And all you need to do is get yourself a planner, a nice pen to write with, and start writing down some things you want in your new beginning. Those things you want behind that door you see swung open for you to walk through must come with a plan to use them. Let me give you some examples. If you pray for a car, you need the money to pay for the gas to drive it around right. To drive it around, right? Otherwise, it will be looking pretty, collecting dust in your driveway, and you can't go anywhere. That's kind of dumb, right? Hey, John, guess what? I just bought this brand new Toyota, and she's a beauty. And John says, cool, man, let's go downtown and check out some shops that we've been wanting to go to for a while. Mark says, uh, well, I don't really have the money to pay for the gas to go there. And John says, okay, let's just go to the movies at that mall by your place. And Mark says, uh, well, I don't really have any money to even go that far. And John says, um, well, can you just come pick me up and we'll just watch the game on Sunday at your place? And Mark replies, uh, nope, can't do that either. And John says, well, that sucks, Mark. Hey, I gotta go. I got plans with Steve. And he hangs up the phone and you pout, wishing you had some dough to hang out with your bud. Did you catch the moral of the story? Mark was not ready for the car. So my point is, if you pray for that, make sure you pray for the job too, so you have the money to drive the car and have some fun, and that takes planning. You have to make sure you look up open positions if you don't have a job. You have to have a nice and pretty handy-dandy resume and cover letter. And I highly recommend the cover letter because it's your intro to who you are, what you've done, and what you want. And then you need to start applying for the jobs that you want. Look up the companies and do some research so you know what their mission is and if you will fit into their culture. Then make sure you have the interview attire and you have a 30-second bio or pitch to sell yourself when they ask you, so tell me about yourself. That takes planning, and that planning comes from a goal of having a nice car to drive and go out and have fun instead of relying on public transportation. And that also means you have to be disciplined with saving some money. Are you ready for all of that? I said earlier that you can't just have a goal to get a job. You have to be ready in mind, body, and spirit to handle that job. Otherwise, the stress will overtake you and you will quit or get fired. You can't just plan to get married. You have to have the goal to be ready in mind, body, and spirit to handle being a wife or husband and being someone's equal partner. Otherwise, you are marrying so you can get divorced because you're not emotionally sound enough to handle living with someone who's different from you. You can't just plan to go to college. You have to have the goal to research colleges and pass your SATs and ACTs and be able to write a fabulous essay to get accepted into the college you want to get into. Otherwise, you will end up in a community college or other college you didn't really want to be at. I encourage all of you not to settle either if you're lazy. If you do that, then your new beginning might turn into an episode of The Twilight Zone, and you will probably wonder how the heck you got there because things just aren't working out well at all, and you're someplace you never intended to be. Don't be lazy with your goals and planning, because if you do, you will get exactly what you settle for. And really, that's not the twilight zone at all. That's reality. That rolls right back into what is what I said before about jealousy. If you see your friends or family getting amazing stuff in life and going places, and you get super jealous because you don't have all that 
all that, the question is, do you really realize how hard they work for that? Are you willing to do the same? If not, you will be consumed with jealousy and end up a lonely old soul who can't talk to your friends or family anymore because you just can't deal with their new beginnings because you were not ready for yours. So, first step, grab a notebook and start writing down the things you want in your new beginning. Write it all out. Do a heart check and make sure these are things you really want and you can handle when they come your way. Don't put stuff your friends have or your siblings have just because it looks amazing and they're happy. Maybe those things are not meant for you and won't bring you joy. Check your heart and make sure you want the things you are writing down. Step two, buy or make a goal planner. See my short cell phone video attached to this transcript. I am showing everyone the planner I bought about a couple of months ago to prepare for my new beginnings. I'm a planner and a to-do list junkie already because I like to be disgustingly organized, I'm guilty, and I love checking things off my list. It gives me the reassurance that I'm on the right track and I got some stuff done. And if you're as busy as I am, then you know how great that feels. So I bought this planner with that in mind, knowing I needed to put some stuff in writing and making sure I was able to cross them off the list. So if you get one, make sure you use it because it will serve you well. You will get stuff out of your head and on paper and you won't be cluttered with things to do in your head wondering if they will ever get done. Step three, start small and simple. That means write down one long-term goal, like you want to buy a house in a year from now, that's November 2020, and then write down one short-term goal, like you want to stop watching soap operas because they take up time you need to get other important stuff done. Then start writing down at least five to seven steps you need to take to get those goals done and met. Now you are ready to get to the finish line and that is step number seven of this campaign. Make your move. So I hope those of you that are not goal planning junkies like me are gung-ho about giving it a go and seeing if you can walk through your door of new beginnings, dress for success, and ready to handle any challenge or new opportunity that, that comes your way. Give it a shot. I just know you can make it happen. After all, that door was put there just for you and you need to be ready to walk through it. So go on, go get your planners. Now here are some things you can do to get ready to start planning your new beginning. Number one, watch my short video to check out my cute little planner I found at Barnes and Nobles. Number two, download the goal planner. See the link in my post. Use this for practice or if you don't wanna buy a planner. And number three, check out the image of the dream board below. Dream boards are a great creative way to break the monotony or boredom you may experience writing down goals and steps, and they're a lot of fun. You can cut out pictures and words and put them in the order of the way you want them or want things to go or steps to reach your goals. So have fun planning your new beginning and may the goal planning unicorn or forces of positive action be with you. Ta-ta for now.